Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. The YouTube studio beta is not the greatest thing in the world now, is it? I tried, I said, I'll, I'll, I'm sure if you're a YouTuber, you know, and you keep going back to the old one. Today I thought, you know what? I'm going to stick. I'm going to, I'll play your game, YouTube. And then I go to start my podcast. It has no idea what's going on. I have to go back into the old one, update all the settings. I have a feeling it's going to be in beta for a while. No idea what's wrong with the color on the, on the camera today. I look all orange. I'll take it. Who doesn't like a nice fake spray tan, especially because I am a professional wrestler? Hello, everybody. Welcome to Simon's Pro Wrestling uh, Show. If you're listening on audio, you have no idea what I'm talking about when I say I've got a weird shade of orange on me. Don't worry about it. It's a pleasure to see you all. And thank you, especially if you are joining me live in the YouTube chat. It's an AEW kind of a day, mostly because we had AEW Dynamite last night, episode three. A damn good show all round. It's early days, so there's no need to get carried away. There's no need to be a naysayer. But, you know, mainly, it's three for three as far as I'm concerned. They have set up their product very well. They're going about introducing all these new characters. They're letting us know who we should like, who we shouldn't like. There's a nice heel kind of face dynamic, which is there, but not there. And you kind of make your own, your own mind. And the real biggest plus they have going from them is because it is still early days, Man, are people desperate to go there and just cheer and be an amazing crowd. And as we've learned ever since WrestleMania 18, if you have an amazing crowd and if people are going to cheer and go crazy, everything's going to be all right. And even, even a ter- I'm not saying it is a terrible wrestling show, but hypothetically, even a terrible wrestling show would be a lot of fun. It's crazy. But we're going to focus. We'll start again. We're going to talk about Chris. We're going to focus on Chris Jericho, I should say, because there was something in that main event with Darby Allen where I was just like, man, I tell you. Chris Jericho, whether you like him or hate him, I think we've got to the stage now where we have to, I think most people were doing it anyway, but we've got to give the man the plaudits, the due, the respect, the nod, and start talking about him as maybe that he is one of the the best ever. Now, it's difficult when we start talking about the best ever because the best ever can mean different things to different people. Maybe he's the best in-ring guy. Maybe he's the best promo guy. Uh, he was never the biggest draw, so some people say that counts against him. Some people say that he was never a crossover star like The Rock or Steve Austin or John Cena or Hulk Hogan or whoever. And they'll say that works against him too. But I think if we're looking at it from a, hate the term, but a hardcore fan perspective, what he's been able to do for professional wrestling, the way that he's been able to reinvent himself, and now how he seems to be on a voyage to make new people, which will establish all elite wrestling for the long term, something which obviously WCW never did, it starts to tick a lot of boxes and it starts, again, it, it brings up this question in my head where I'm like, Chris Jericho has just done it. What hasn't he done within the world of wrestling? Like main event in WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, he did that again. Not the best, but still he did it. Multiple time WWE champion. Sold a bunch of merch. Was one of the guys back in the day that people thought was a shining star. Lived up to that potential. Had a legendary feud with Shawn Michaels. Smashed it in Mexico. Smashed it in Japan. Had outside success with TV shows, movies, and obviously his band Fozzie. Did it in New Japan in his later years. And now establishing a brand new company as something that you should go out of your way to watch. Because, you know, this is no disrespect to anybody else on the AEW roster. But Chris Jericho is the biggest star and the biggest celebrity they have, which is why I couldn't believe some people wanted Hangman Page to win the championship at All Out. That was nuts to me. Look, good for you. Like You do whatever makes you happy. But Chris Jericho always had to win that title. Chris Jericho, for example, 
him being the champion allows him to have those matches with Darby Allen and people to go like, oh, sugar, Chris Jericho's working with Darby Allen. Hangman Page isn't there yet. Hangman Page is ahead of Darby Allen, but he's one of those guys that AEW needs to build a foundation around and get to the top, which is hopefully what they're in the in the space of doing uh, before we keep going of course thank you so much to everyone that is joining me live in youtube right now if you haven't if you could just smash the subscribe button or if you are listening on audio if you could find my channel just search for Simon miller and hit the subscribe button we've slowed down recently it upsets me i want to try and get to a hundred thousand before the end of the year probably not going to happen so if you could help me i'd like that uh, at simon 316 on instagram and patreon no wait instagram and twitter the patreon is patreon.com forward slash simon316 a salute to everybody that signed up as i always say that's how i finance doing stuff on my channel i have to make some money out of it don't make a lot from youtube advertising just to be completely transparent uh, so i do it through patreon if you can support me that would rock and right now if you want to be more immediate with it you can drop me a line in the super chat you can say whatever you want you can ask whatever you question want and i promise that i will answer it you can shape this podcast this audio show or this live stream as much as you want which is what undead fb goo has done always supporting the show thank you so much undead lovely to see you and she says the main event being derby versus jericho was pay-per-view worthy derby will be a star one of the reasons I wanted to have this conversation, because again, I saw, I, I, I take the internet with a pinch of salt as best as I can, which I think we should all do. And one of the takeaways, we'll talk about the other one in a few minutes, was Chris Jericho sold too much for Darby Allen. And Darby Allen shouldn't have looked that dominant against Chris Jericho. And I was like, I read this after I'd watched this. I didn't see it that way at all. I saw it as Chris Jericho being the cocky veteran who thinks he's got this all under control taking on a guy that wants to prove it all is willing to put his body on the line is willing to sacrifice whatever he has to to try and become get to that level and hopefully win the world championship i thought it was a really really good match maybe it went a little bit too long certainly not chris jericho's best match or the new version of chris jericho whatever you want to call him not his best match but still incredibly entertaining uh, having a world championship match on a tv show made it feel big league same with the women's championship we had earlier on and again, I thought Jericho did everything he possibly could for anyone that is new to AEW to walk away going, oh, I feel like I'm meant to care about Darby Allen. He feels like, like Undead just said, he feels like a star in the making. And that's what it should be everybody's job to do. We still need to make sure that we establish Young Bucks, Cody, Kenny Omega, John Moxley, Packers stars too, because you may be a lapsed fan who's never even heard of these guys, uh, probably on the ether, but not sort of straight up in your face. So we still need to make sure we do that. I kind of sometimes think... Uh, you know, those guys are being a bit too, not giving, you should always give. They can win more matches in my point, and that would be all right. Like, I would have had no problem with the Young Bucks winning the tag tournament. They've gone in a different direction. But then you know straight off, okay, these are our guys. And they are our guys. A lot of people think highly of them. But all in all, we are putting building blocks in place to make sure that you care about the entire card, which is a criticism we've had of professional wrestling lately. And I feel like last night, that main event with Chris Jericho and Darby Allen was Jericho's way of doing that. The fact that he tied Darby Allen's hands behind his back, kind of, again, just another subtle thing to make you go, oh, maybe he's struggling a little bit. And how the hell Darby Allen wrestled with no hands, I will never know. Guy was amazing. Like, I was absolutely, he was smoother almost without limbs than he was with him. He climbed the top rope without any hands. I can't climb the top rope with hands. Not that I'm saying I'm in his league by any stretch of the imagination. It blew my mind. It absolutely blew my mind. Shout out to Cyberkid in the super chat who's just put some money in there. Thank you so much, Cyberkid. I appreciate that a lot. Uh, and Jeffrey Pridemore is here who says in super chat, good morning, Simon. It's been a while. It has, my friend. Lovely to see you. Just want to support when I can. Thanks, as always, for everything you do. Thank you, Jeffrey. Uh, that means the world. That's kind. That's lovely. 
you're a good dude all around. We've had conversations uh, and you've been very nice there as well. So thank you, man. I appreciate it. I promise that I'll, uh, I'll put it back into um, do more content. Uh, Jeffrey W. Also in the Super Chat says, Hey, Simon, quick one off topic. Training is going well. Got concussed last Friday. That wasn't fun, but still good for my debut. Hope you're well, mate. Oh, man, concussed. I've never had that. Uh, I hope you're right, dude. I've done a lot of reading up on concussions, and they're not fun. So without wanting to sound like your dad, take care of yourself. Don't rush back. Your debut is, of course, important, but so is your long-term health. So make sure you get checked out and get the all clear. Uh, but yeah, glad to hear that training is going well. Of course, uh, if anyone else is training to be a wrestler, drop me a line. Let me know. We can be in that. We can be in that craziness together. But yeah, that, that's that's how I. Again, it was that one performance that made me think the company wouldn't be the same without Chris Jericho. And he did take a risk by joining them. I don't think anybody knew that it was going to have this much success. And again, we don't know where it's going to be in six months to a year. But if he is successful in establishing AEW as I'm not going to say competition, but as a legit alternative to WWE, and we are in 2000 and what 29, and they're still around, I would guess that Chris Jericho has gone by then. I think we have to look back to this moment and say this is this is where he he proved it. The fact that he can reinvent himself so many times as well is because it's hard to do that. Like it's really hard to to sort of. A, have the self-awareness to know when to do it, but also come up with an idea that doesn't negate the fan base you've already got, but also introduces something new that other people will like. It's a really fine line to tread, and he's done it, what, four, five, six times now? I mean, I'm not saying I think the pain maker thing is the greatest thing in the world. He was the pain maker last night. But again, it's different. You know what era of Jericho you're looking at. And once again, ticks those boxes. So I think he's in the conversation. I mean, when people say to me, who do I think the best wrestler is ever? I mean, it's so unique to me because of my bias and I mean my, my favorite to best is kind of different because my favorite wrestlers as a kid were Bret Hart and Stone Cold Steve Austin so they're always gonna have a special place in my heart because that's just how the human brain works being a kid and what you love never goes away it almost shapes what you become but then there was Hulk Hogan before that you know I was a big fan of the Ultra Warrior Macho Man Randy Savage I loved you know The Rock had an impact on me so yeah best ever these were WWE guys of course this is before we start talking about Ric Flair uh, you know, Mr. Perfect is in there for some people. I mean, he's, he's different kind of best wrestler ever, but I think his matches are vastly underrated. Uh, you know, you've got Anoki, Masawa. There's loads of dudes that you can sit down and do it. And I think it, it all depends on the era and the situation you put yourself in. Because some people will go, well, I would never give it to Stone Cold because without Hulk Hogan, you wouldn't have the platform to put Stone Cold on. That's fair. But that's my point now with Chris Jericho is without what he's doing... I think AEW would still be getting loads of recognition because their fan base right now, again, is that hardcore fan that is just desperate for this kind of content. But I do think that he is, A, his performances right now are really, really good. Like the character is working really well. But I think it's, 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 it's this sort of aura and the atmosphere of Chris Jericho and the fact that he's on top being champion and being somewhat of a celebrity that is helping massively. So I don't know where they would be without him. I really, really don't. So it's going to be an interesting ride without a shadow of a doubt. I never thought that I never thought that he would because he stole on the show for me two weeks in a row. I thought his promo last week was excellent. The way that he formed that group, uh, I really loved the main event this week just because, if, like we already said, it felt like a proper big main event, pay per view level world championship match. Darby Allen is now a bigger deal to me than he was before. It established so much essentially. When I put my critique hat on, I was like, man, this has established so many things in what a twenty minute match. I'm not saying Dynamite was perfect. There's still things I like to see more of. Uh, you know, I, I'm not saying that I want an in-ring promo every week. 
Well, maybe I am on some level. I thought so I thought one of the things we did backstage, like the John Moxie thing, I thought could have been done in the ring. I think having him live and unhinged with a microphone, with a with a crowd reacting, would have given that more would have given that more weight. So you know, there are still things to work on. But again, it is week three, and in the space of three weeks, so who do I think is a big deal now? Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, just by his relationship with uh, Jericho. Same with Ortiz and Santana. That rocks. Uh, Jack Swagger, Jake Hager, I should say, has his own has his own thing. Who else? MJF, you know, he's slowly, they're taking his time with him, but, he, you know, he's becoming, he's becoming a big deal. And Riho, my word, Riho, the women's champion, everyone flipping loves her, gets massive reactions, does weird moves in the ring, like the way she got that pin by arching her back. When she won, with a surprise roll-up, by the way, don't want to say I told you so, but I told you so. Everybody loved that. And who, I, look, I'm not ashamed to say, I hate it when wrestling fans get on the high horse. Oh, uh, you don't know who this person is? You're not a real wrestling fan. Bullshit. You're allowed not to know who somebody is. You don't have to know 100% of professional wrestlers. But I didn't know who Riho was before she, she got into AEW. My knowledge of that scene wasn't where it needed to be because there's so much wrestling trying to get that stuff in is hard. But I'm really happy that I've been introduced to her. Same with Britt Baker. Apparently Britt Baker's only been wrestling for a short time. She's awesome. And she's got a finishing move called the Lockjaw because she's a dentist. That is the most mid-90s WWF thing ever and I'm all for it. Do it more. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, yeah, I, I think it's all coming together right now. Jericho is a huge reason for that, if not the building block for it all. And I'm excited to see where we go from here. I'm excited for that Cody match. Oh, man, the video package they ran for the Cody versus Jericho match, where they painted Cody as a guy struggling to kind of balance the business side with the wrestling side and how much this means to him and how it's his first world title opportunity in the big leagues and in the other place they would never give him an opportunity. And I, I pointed this out on ups and downs, as always, 2 p.m., so 43 minutes time. Make sure you all come across with me to What Culture Wrestling. Subscribe to them, and we'll watch ups and downs together. Um, I, 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 don't, I rarely do it, but I wanted to make the point, because people love to do this. WWE is also really good at those videos. Let's not pretend they're not. There's this rhetoric now, oh, WWE's rubbish at anything. No, they're not. Their production and um, you know, the, the video packages they've done for years is very good. But... AEW's doing it differently. And all I can say is this, it made me care. And I, that's what I say for everything. If I entertained and I care, I find it very easy to watch any kind of wrestling show. And now I really care about Cody versus Chris Jericho. They've made me believe it's a really important match and I should watch it on November the 9th, 10th, whenever the hell it is. Shout out to Izin or Izin maybe in the super chat who says, thank you very much for ups and downs. What is the worst match you've seen? Uh, well, we don't talk about worst matches, my friend, because we like to be positive. I mean, the worst match I've seen. The worst match. I've, I don't know because I never remember the worst matches. I mean, people seem to forget about this on ups and downs. I never actually say a match is bad. I say that maybe something didn't work or there was some slip ups. But I never say that person sucked because I think it's unfair to the professional wrestler. One, no professional wrestler wants it to be bad. Two, the professional wrestler and the fans already know that it's bad. And three, I can just say it gets a down instead, which gives me a cop out. But no, I can't think of any the worst match that I've seen. There'll be some match from the Attitude Era that I can't remember that probably involved mud or pies or who knows what else. There'll be something. My man Chicken Salad says, Harlem Heat, Honky Tonk Man and RVD are going to be in an indie event in my town. I might go. Dude, how can you not go? Booker T, Stevie Ray, Honky Tonk Man, Jerry the King Lawler's cousin and Rob Van Dam. Dude, you got to go. And not only have you got to go, you got to come on here and let me know how it went. Isn't it crazy, the wrestling world nowadays? Like Harlem Heat used to be, I understand that life just changes, but imagine the late 90s, you knew that those three guys in the late 90s, I mean, Honky Tonk Man a bit before that, they were like, you know, WWE, WCW, ECW main event dudes. 
And now you can just go down to your local whatever to watch them. Chicken salad, you've got to go. You've absolutely got to go. Um, so, yeah, I, I liked... The, only, the thing that sucked the most was Luchasaurus not being on the show, which you will know if you watch my ups and downs. Um, he pulled his hamstring, which must be devastating. I mean, really must. He was probably so pumped for that and so psyched. That must be really difficult mentally, but obviously I hope he gets better. But again, I thought AEW balanced the dice really well. They put Marco Stunt in there. This is the other point I was referencing earlier. Everyone, I didn't even pick up on this. After they was like, oh, Marco Stunt, they said, the Lucha Brothers sold too much for Marco Stunt. I was like, did they? Or did Marco Stunt kind of use his size or lack thereof to come up with a moveset that kept surprising them? Wasn't he on them like a bad rash constantly and keeping them down to the point? It was a bit like a fly. They were trying to swat him away, but they couldn't do it because he was too quick for them. Now that move where, who was it? I think it was Pentagon. No, no, Phoenix threw him at pentagon i think and he did the, the the ddt i thought that was awesome and i thought that it works they didn't really sell to the point they acted like they were dead they kind of shook off the cobwebs and they were back on their feet but then marco stunt with even tagging in jungle boy you know they use lightning quick offense it's something that the undertaker used to talk about which i never really understood until i was older where he said i'll sell for you but you've got to keep on me like and if you keep on me and you keep me down then i'm willing to show that i'm in pain but if you don't, I'll be get up and I'll get it in my face. And that's what I thought Marco Stunt did. I thought Marco Stunt, like I said, was all over them constantly. They couldn't get out of the way. And I just don't get it. What do you want? <laughs> what do people want? I don't understand. I, I was a big fan of that match. And look, they lost. They lost because the Lucha Brothers are more experienced. And Marco Stunt and Jungle Boy technically were a makeshift team, even though the Lucha Express chooses all of them. But we thought that Lucha Source was going to be in that match. Given that it was last minute as well. I think they found this out on Wednesday. I liked it. Uh, Cyber Kid in the Super Chat says, how's the name Cassias Badass for a wrestling name? Um, dude, you can call yourself whatever you want. If you can get something over it, think of some of the stupid, just incredible, right? People love that name at the end of the day. The Rock is a stupid name. In many ways, Stone Cold Steve Austin is a stupid name. If you don't know what it means. It's all about getting something over. So if you want to be Cassius Badass, do it. It's a different way to say it to make it sound better. Cassias Badass. There's something in it. Do it. I get the Miller seal of approval. Uh, Undead FB Goon the Super Chat says, I love the Mox Pack versus Omega Page match. I'm so excited for Full Gear. Husband is off next week so he can watch Mox versus Pack. Been a Mox fan since he was in WWE. I mean, that was a pretty good tag match. When I was watching it, I was like, this is elite, no pun intended, but this is elite level tag team wrestling. You know, having four guys that could main event any pay-per-view really anywhere. And they're having a tag match. And they just don't hold back. I know it's different. I'm going to do a video on what culture about this. It's a huge advantage that AEW has that WWE just can't have. And it's not a negative or a positive. Well, it's a positive for AEW. But it's not a negative or a knock against WWE because that's always been the way. But they're able to do matches like that because AEW currently, I know they're going to do house shows at some point, is just running once a week. And when you're running once a week, you can go all out for a television match and be like, well, now I've got some time to recover. Should I so need it? I don't think you'd be able to do that kind of tag match on Raw with the schedule those guys have and bumping on the house shows. But to have that as your semi-main event or whatever it was, and there was a story, and we set up John Moxley versus Pack for next week, and there was weapons and so much stuff. I just thought it was an incredible. I thought, I thought it was really, really incredible. The match was good. I thought everything around it was good, and it built to something else next week. I mean, you could argue that maybe Hangman Page feels like he's got left behind a little bit, but I'm sure we'll establish that. Again, we're in week three. I never want to jump down their throats too much because you have to let it evolve if we're still struggling. Struggling is the wrong word. If there's still things that I feel like I want to talk about six months to a year down the line, then sure. But, I mean, Raw's been on TV since, what, 93? Something like that, 93, 94? 
So, you know, it's really easy to compare the two, and we should do to a certain degree because we're wrestling fans, and that's just a natural, a natural way to react to it. But I also think there has to be a, a measure of it's early days. There's going to be, like the music, for example. I, the way they choose to uh, do entrance themes to me still isn't working for some reason. Like, it's too quiet. It doesn't feel like it takes over. I think WWE does that great. When I hear an entrance theme, especially when Triple H is with the dawn or the grass breaking with Steve Austin, whatever, it feels like it sits on top of everything else. Whereas at the moment, the music in AEW feels like it sits below the crowd. And I guess in one way, that's great because the louder the crowd are, the better the show. But it just means I can't really get into the entrances as much as I can in WWE. And entrances are a big thing in wrestling. Like when I was a kid and I got the new game, who didn't want to just watch the entrances i did i'd never skip them because i thought they were brilliant so uh so yeah that i mean that's pretty much aew again great women's match good tag team match i love the opening where the feet um uh, the lucha brothers just attacked scu from nowhere and we wrote christopher daniel out i was just like christopher daniel christopher daniel's out i was like well that's different that's kind of shocked me a little bit chris jericho well no N- let me rephrase this the chris jericho promo was good i was infuriated because i'm an old man by uh, Ortiz and Santana just shouting, the best, the best, over and over again. I can't hear what Jericho is saying. That, to me, was a little bit of a, don't do that again. (laughs) I guess it created like a real kind of environment, but sometimes, I just one of my pet peeves, right? Grinds my gears. People talking over each other is too much for me. (laughs) It's like eating on a podcast. Uh, There'll be other things as well. I I don't like walking on fluffy, we've done all this, not talking about it again. But, yeah, it just it just winds me up. It's not a big deal at all. It lasted all of two minutes. Who cares, right? But it got in my head, and I was like, I got to say something. If I don't, I'm I'm um, I'm doing uh, something different. In terms, of some people are asking about faces and heels in the chat as well. I don't think the AW has faces or heels. Like, look at the start of the Moxley match, right? Moxley and Pack, you would argue, could be the bad guys. I mean, Pack definitely, not necessarily Moxley. He kind of treads a line. But Omega and Hangman Page at this point have been portrayed mostly as baby faces, and they jump them at the start, which you don't usually see. So I don't really think they're, again, I feel like they're just throwing it out into the ether and letting people decide for themselves. Like Cody's the same kind of a way. He's been a bit heelish here and there. I mean, someone like MJF, I think, eventually will come out just to be a horrible dick, and that's what he should be. But. Yeah, I don't, I don't really think they're going for sort of standard faces and standard heels. I think they're just kind of letting it grow and do it by themselves. And I think that's the right thing to do. I really, really, really do. Uh, shout out to AJ Parker, who says, Hey, Quicksilver, <laughs> Nikki Crocs and I hope you're well. Thank you, man. Thank you for always throwing the personal jokes in there. And uh, thank you for that as well. I, I hope you're well too. Uh, again, if you've got anything to say, a question to ask, a statement to make, you want to call me a bored asshole, you want to steer the conversation, please do throw whatever you can in the super chat. Don't have to, just throwing it out there. And of course, uh, the Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Show is sponsored by pinsandknuckles.com. You can head over there to make some merchandise for yourself, or you can go to pinsandknucklesmerch.com and you can get your hands on some exclusive merchandise, including an exclusive Simon Miller t-shirt. So check that out. It's the Y thing that's on my wrestling gear. And if you want to see more Simon Miller wrestling merchandise, so much wrestling stuff, simonmiller.bigcartel.com. I got signed 8 by 10s which are pictures. I got t-shirts. And I got a new t-shirt coming soon, which I'm proud of. And what else? Have I, oh, a couple of new t-shirts. People want more choice, so they're all going to come. I'm going to get them up there as, as quick as I can, but you can check, uh, you can check that out. Uh, someone said they enjoyed my match in the cave. Thanks, man. I did over the weekend for Breed Wrestling. I fought in a cave. I had a wrestling match. It was a seven-man scramble, and I won. I never win. I was over the moon. Speared a couple of fools and got the one, two, three, just like my dad Goldberg. Shout out to Billy Boy. Uh, that's essentially my take on AEW last night. Again, if there's anything else you want to talk about, throw it in the chat, and we can... Um, 
And we can get to that. Uh, the other thing we should really talk about is Eric Bischoff, which we didn't get around to the other day because he only lost his job. Was it last night or two nights ago? I can't remember. But it certainly took me by surprise. Not something I was... Because the only... I mean, this is just internet culture in general. But as soon as it broke that he wasn't working for WWE anymore, everyone's crapping on him and everyone's being horrible. And look, maybe he was rubbish at his job. I don't know. I'm not there. I can only take what you know information comes out through the wire. But it's still a dude losing his job. You know, it's still a dude losing his job. It's still not cool. I never want anyone to go through that unless they've done something horrible. I don't think that's Eric Bischoff. He moved his entire life to Stanford, Connecticut. I mean, I don't know what that entails. He had a ranch down in Texas or something. But I still think that it sucks. I'm not saying that it was the right or the wrong thing to hire Eric Bischoff. I'm just saying on a human to human level, I never like to hear that anybody's lost their job. Just don't. Some people don't see it that way. Some people want wrestling companies to burn, forgetting that there's wrestlers and admin and business people that will also be be on the dole or out of, of out of employment but it's an inter- i mean the the new thing seems to be that it's related to the smackdown ratings and look let's face it when i saw the smackdown rating i was surprised and i think wwe would have been surprised and i'm sure if you're into that kind of stuff you would have been as well they dropped 1.1 million viewers now i know the rock is a draw i we already know from the the sort of the mini quarter hours that came out that he's not that much of a draw and I don't know what this means for things going forward. I know that everybody expected it to do over 3 million week to week. But there is this kind of idea now that somebody had to pay, right? The axe had to fall down on somebody. And unfortunately, it was Eric Bischoff, who was the executive director or whatever kind of name they've given him. But, I mean, four months. And you remember how exciting... I mean, there was a lot of people when it was announced four months ago that said, Paul Heyman, good, Eric Bischoff, bad. So I guess those people have been proven right. But I know there was a certain excitement in the air. But really, you know, all this information keeps coming out about Paul Heyman did this, and Paul Heyman likes this guy, and Paul Heyman wants to do that. We never really heard any of that from Eric Bischoff. So maybe it just wasn't for him. Maybe he couldn't find his footing in the company. I don't know. Shout out to Brandon Carvalho. I can't pronounce your last name because I'm a horrible person. Cavaro. Brandon Cavaro uh, threw some money in the Super Chat. Much appreciated, dude. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, it just seems like you drop one million. You've got to say, look, we're 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 taking measures to fix this. And unfortunately, like I said, the axe fell on Eric Bischoff. Bruce Pritchard takes up his position, which means if you have a podcast with um, with what's his name, Connor, not Connor, Conrad. If you have a podcast with Conrad Thompson, you will get some kind of executive producer role in the WWE, which means Jim Ross may be back soon, which would be conflict of interest to say the least. Who else does he do one with? Arn Anderson. Well, that ain't going to happen anytime soon. So, yeah, I, uh, it was I, it's somewhat of a shock to me. But as long as he's okay, as long as everybody else is okay, that's business for you. And it makes for a good wrestling story. Like, I know when I read it, I was like, oh, my gosh, more wrestling news. How is there so much wrestling news all of the time? I, I, don't, I don't quite understand it. But there, there was, <laughs> there's just this incredible thing where we can just continually talk about wrestling forever. And I'm looking for news right now as we talk this. As, as I talk to you, and you just, you literally never know what's around the corner. When I click wrestling news sites, I'm like, well, something huge has probably dropped because, you know, that's kind of resting behind the scenes is almost more exciting than resting in front of the scenes. But um, no, I, uh, I, um, I, 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 I don't know. We'll see what SmackDown does. I, I th- I'm intrigued about Saturday's show, Friday's show, I should say, because I don't think the draft was particularly engaging. I know they tried to do it like a sports draft, but I feel like they, they missed, um, they missed the mark wrong. Um, it just didn't really it just wasn't very exciting and I think that it needs to be and I think it needs to be exciting and it wasn't uh, but look it, it may be that that draft didn't actually have an effect on the ratings and they do around about 3 million this week which I think they'd actually be quite happy with I just don't know what the direction they're going to go with on Smackdown 
Like, I don't really know who Roman Reigns is feuding with right now. I don't think Brock Lesnar's going to be there, so they'll do some kind of thing with Cain Velasquez. Does Cain Velasquez show up? Rey Mysterio's not going to be there now, I think, because he got moved to Raw. Do we finally get a feud for Shinsuke Nakamura? It feels like SmackDown especially is completely open. And Bailey doesn't have a feud because Charlotte's jumped over to SmackDown. So there's no... There's no direction, which may be a good thing because they could start something off afresh. Maybe that's why Bruce Pritchard got moved in. A quick shout out to Cyber Kid who says, thanks for your opinion, but you pronounce Cassius wrong. I don't want Is it Cassius? K-A-S-S-I-U-S to me is Cassius. I mean, Cassius? Maybe it's Cassius. What was it? Cassius Badass. Cassius is better. Just saying. Just, <laughs> just throwing it out there. Uh, I did. Someone just mentioned, did I see the up sign on AEW? I did. Someone last night had a sign saying, Simon, give me an up. On AEW Dynamite episode three. You have no idea how much that blows my mind. Like they happen on Raw, they happen on SmackDown, they happen on pay-per-views. I will never be able to get my head around that. I'm incredibly humbled by it, and I appreciate it massively. It gives me such an ego boost. <laughs> Let's face it. Do you think that somebody would want to take a sign to a show, which doesn't happen that much any- anymore, was much more prevalent back in the day, and they want to put an ups and downs or a what culture or a Simon reference? Like I said, I will shake my head until the day that I die. But know that I love it and know that it motivates me and it influences, influences me. It motivates me and inspires me to continue doing this as much as possible. Someone said it's pronounced Cassius. Well, that is not how that is spelled. Looking at it now, Cassius. Oh, I guess so. Cassius. So was it Cassius? Hang on, I've got to find it now. Where's it gone? Cassius Bad. But you'd have to be Badass. You'd have to be Cassius Badass because Cassius Badass doesn't work. Cyber Kid, we need to get back to the well with this man. We gotta, we gotta, <laughs> we have to sort out your wrestling name. If you like it, that's all that matters. Shout out to Greer. Just subscribe to the channel. Please do subscribe if you haven't already. Always uh, massively appreciated it. Uh, massively appreciated it a lot. Nothing else is going on other than that. I'm just going through now. I haven't seen NXT yet. Uh, I had a little read of something earlier because I like to know what's going to go on. I don't like ever to be out the loop, and I won't be able to watch it till this evening. It sounds like a very good show. It just sounds, it's weird. It sounds like that they, you know, WWE for years has always been like, well, we can't just have a straight wrestling show because nobody likes wrestling. Why they think this, I don't know. But NXT now seems like the straight wrestling show. And because you just have really good matches, it doesn't really inspire that much good conversation because that's like me telling you my name is Simon. You already know. You already know that you're going to get good matches on NXT. So I'm intrigued to see in which direction they're going to go with for NXT. Right now, to me, as a fan... And I watch both. I watch as much as I can. I love wrestling. I'm a nerd. I'm a geek. I'm Mark, whatever. But to me as a fan, trying to take a step back and take it all in, AEW does feel cooler than NXT right now. And I don't know why. Maybe it's the, the bigger arenas, the, the, how loud the crowd are, because it's new. There is a huge part of that. I know we've already said it, but it's like getting a snares at Christmas. You love it. In a year's time, you want something else, because that's how the human brain works. But yeah, right now, it does feel like AEW is the cool show and NXT... It's still finding its way, which is weird because NXT has been around for years. But I guess it's two hours. They're still cementing their own roster because they used to have a lot of squash matches on those 60-minute shows on the network. I don't know, man. It's not bad. I'm not saying it's bad by any stretch of the imagination. I think, really, you could probably argue that Wednesday nights right now are the best nights for wrestling if you're into that kind of stuff. And I think most people are. But they do. They lack someone like a Chris Jericho. That's, and I love Adam Cole. And I love Finn Balor. And I love Keith Lee. And I love Matt Riddle. I love all of them. But they, Chris Jericho's been around so you can't you you can't just make that up. You can't make up thirty years of experience. It's impossible. Shout out to Undead FB Goo in the super chat who says when SCU was attacked because Scorpio Sky wasn't in wrestling gear, it made it feel more real. He wrestled in socks. Other places that feels more set up. That's true. He wrestled in his shoes and he lost one, and then got a massive pop when the shoe got back in the ring. 
I do think those small things matter. Although, to be fair, Cesaro did that a couple of weeks ago too. I can't remember who he faced now, but he wasn't meant to, and he was in his, his casual gear. So other, other companies do do it. But I think, again, it's the small things that matter. You will always hear that saying, no matter what you're watching, because the small things, put in, it's, like, it's like when you're weight training. I don't want to tie into that. But when you do compound movements, you work stabilizer muscles. that You'll never see, but those stabilizer muscles act as a platform for your show muscles to show off. And that's what you have to do in wrestling. You have to have these little things. They don't overly matter. But because they are there, they allow you to buy in more, and then you can believe the whole product better. So you're 100% right, like having those little things that we can focus on, those details that make you laugh, or even little characterization things. Like Kyrie Sane is so good at that. She does all her pirate stuff, and it's never really made a big deal out of, but it just cements that persona more in your head. So yeah, SCU were awesome last night. Christopher Daniels sold his ass off. You know, Scorpio Sky for like a 10 times of a bigger star than he did when the show was over, which must have been the point. So again, it's more success. It's more tick boxing. Uh, Jeffrey W in the super chat says, I have a mini heart attack every, see, every time I see a kayfabe news headline because I think it's what culture and I just say, what have they done? Yeah, please check out kayfabe news. If you like satire and you have a sense of humor, I mean, I'm not saying that you have to find it funny, but some people think it's real. This is not real. It's called kayfabe news. We do have a new channel called kayfabe news where I play news reporter flipping Mark. That's the level we're talking about here. And yeah, written by the Kayfabe News guy and edited by uh, Phil Chambers, who I'm sure you know from the land of what culture. We are just putting together silly short videos. Again, onion style headlines for professional wrestling. We had one about Shane McMahon buying AEW. We had the first man standing match. We're just trying to have some fun. There's not a lot of fun in wrestling anymore. I like being a goof. I am a goof in real life. So, you know, why not? Why not just dive in? So thank you, Jeffrey, uh, for watching. And yeah, if you want to check it out, great. You want to subscribe, great. If not, it's there for whenever you may or may not change your mind. Shout out to Ivan I in the super chat. It just says hand on heart. That's what we do when um, uh, you, you, you put the super chat. That's what he wants. He just wants a hand on the heart. Ivan I, you get a, you get a hand on, on the heart. I was going to talk about something and now I've forgotten. I had all this lined up in my head and said, oh yeah, we need to talk about that. And now it's just, it's just fluttered away. We've done SmackDown. We've done AEW. We've done Eric Bischoff. I don't know. You let me know what you want to talk about. It's your show. It's your show. Anything that you'd like uh, to do. I was going to talk about WWE 2K20. That's what I was going to talk about. I don't know when my video is going to go up on, um, on what culture. I played it last week. Now look, I didn't play it for as long as other people have played it. But I played a lot of the exhibition and singles matches. And I agree with some of the criticisms that are out there. Like, uh, it's weird. Entrances vary from not looking all that good to looking brilliant. Like, Randy Orton and The Fiend's entrance are amazing. Like, Randy Orton is really good. I was looking at that character and I was like, flipping neck, man. They put the time in there. But it's, it's gameplay, really. Visuals, to me, are irrelevant. You may not agree with that. That's cool. We're all different people. But the gameplay aspect of it, I'm not 100% sure why people are so mad. I personally like the controller changes. I know everyone's down on that. I found it a lot easier to do the reversals. And to me, that game is all about reversals. And yet, does it feel like an iteration rather than an evolution? Of course it does. It's a yearly sports franchise. If you play FIFA or Pro Evo or Madden or whatever, that's what they all do. Now, I'm not saying that I don't think that the WWE games don't need a big spruce up at some point. They likely do. Again, I only played a few matches. But from the few matches I played, I was like, it's WWE 2K, whatever. It's the same thing that I'm used to. It's gonna get, I'm going to get the most fun out of it when I invite friends around and I sit down on the same couch and somebody kicks out of a finisher at 2.9999. What can I say? I've seen the cutscenes for the story mode. Very strange. <laughs> but strange doesn't mean bad. And again, I, I, need to, 
I need to, to, to play it more before I give a, a damning account. But yeah, I mentioned the other day that I, I quite I thought it may be okay and I got absolutely lambasted for it. So I thought, well, I'll chat about it a little bit. Again, I played three, four matches. It's not enough to make any kind of opinion other than an early impression. And that was my early impression. We will find out. Foreign Rocks in the Super Chat says, Hey, Simon, love your work. You've inspired me to get into bodybuilding. I have been struggling as of recent... Uh, kind of in a low place, and I hope to get back on track. Peek up, please keep up the good work. We love you. Man, dude, uh, that is crazy. That is really, really crazy because I was inspired. I just did a video about this. I was inspired to lift weights by Triple H. And to think that somehow we've entered some kind of weird full circle territory where <laughs> I've inspired you to get into bodybuilding is... I, again, I, know I said it earlier, I'll say it again. I don't take that stuff lightly. That really is mind-blowing stuff. So thank you, man. I'm sorry to hear that you've been in a bit of a low place. Exercise is brilliant for that. Uh, I don't think I could operate without going to the gym. It was, you know, I think we've talked about this on other videos, and I'm not ashamed to talk about it. But, you know, a lot of it was because I was being bullied, and I just needed an outlet. I needed to find my confidence from somewhere, and I found it in the gym and quickly learned that was somewhere that I could you know, kind of used as a jumping off point for everything else. It did. It changed my life 100%. When I was 16, so much happened. I found Metallica, I started playing guitar, I went to the gym, and all of a sudden, all these little facets came together that made me feel more like me. So, dude, I hope you're feeling better. Bodybuilding will absolutely help your, your state of mind or just going to the gym in general exercise. Get that chemical release in your brain. Uh, keep smashing it. Keep doing what you do. And again, thank you, man. That's really kind, really kind. Uh, Omar... Uh, Ajabi in the super chat says, wow, it's crazy. Much love from Syria, Simon. Love all your content. Just love seeing your face. It cheers me up. You're the only one. <laughs> I'm joking. Thank you, Omar. Again, crazy. Someone from Syria is watching. Just me sat in my little house with lights that today are boiling me. It's way too hot in my house. Uh, sending me some love. Thank you so much, dude. Thank you for watching. Thank you. If you didn't watch, same with this, same with what culture, same with patrons, same with whatever. If I didn't get people watching or people contributing, I would vanish from the internet because I would have no worth and I'd have no purpose. That's all because of you. There's always that thing where CM Punk was like, and I, I get where he's coming from. I'm just using an example. Where he'd be like, you know, people would say, you didn't buy my house. You kind of did. I don't own my house, but you allow me to do this. You bought this. <laughs> so I, uh, I, uh, I, I really, really appreciate it. Uh, thank you to everyone as well who sent me nice words about the WWE 2K20 video I did yesterday. It was kind of lost on people. I was saying that um, uh, I was taking the mick out of fans that get way too serious about the ratings. You're allowed to criticize the ratings and say, I don't agree with this. I think that's half the fun. I mean, you get football players coming out when it comes to FIFA. But when you're effing and blinding and getting angry and smashing stuff up, which I did see on YouTube videos yesterday, there's no need for that. <laughs> so yeah, look, it's simply YouTube simply works like this. If you want more paradoxical uh, parody stuff, you want more satirical stuff, you want more dumb stuff, you want more fun videos, just watch it. That's all I ask. The more people that watch those, I'm an analytical type of guy. That's kind of how I gauge what people want. And if more people watch that, I'll do them. If people don't watch it, I won't do it. We did it on What Culture the other day. We did ups and downs for um, uh, Power Struggle New Japan. Uh, and not that many people watch. So it's unlikely we'll do another one again. But that's fine. It's fine. Like, the whole point of content is trying to tap into your audience. And that's what I tried to do yesterday. I had a fun idea. I was like, maybe they'll like this. Maybe they won't. And we'll see how it does. At the moment, it's done okay. At the moment, it's done okay. And hopefully, I have a tail to it as well. It was designed to, to sort of be evergreen content. Shout out to CyberKid, who desperately wants to get his wrestling name fixed, which I respect. He goes, it's Cassius Badass. Or maybe I should go with CyberKid. <laughs> Dude, you can't back out that quickly. you got to stick to your guns. If you want to be Cassius Badass, you do it. Cassius Badass. I like it. But spell it like that. Spell it C-A-S-H-U-S. Don't go for the K-A-S-S-R-U-S. Everyone does that. You be Cassius Badass. 
do that. Like, it can be like a Roman guy, Cassius Bannis. You can come out in a helmet, you can have a big spear, and your finisher can be the spear. Or it can be like the Greco-Roman lock or some bullshit like that. So <laughs> you could do... This is the best thing about wrestling. I always say this. You can do whatever the hell you want in wrestling. As long as everybody agrees all around, there is no... There's no holding you back. And that's why I love it so much. It's like, a, it's like an open canvas. And that's why when we talk about art. I think well, it is kind of like art because you have to put a certain amount of creativity into it to make sure that you get something out the other end. And it is fun right now, wrestling. Like it really, really is. Like for all of WWE's mistakes, that's not the right word, missteps. Like all this stuff with Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt, which some people are saying is going to turn out to be an amazing story and other people are saying it's already dead. I like the fact that it sparks this kind of debate, like I've said before. It's, it gets people excited. People want to talk about it. It goes back to the title of this video, too, with Chris Jericho. Is he the best of all time? Some people go, you're damn right he is. Some people go, nope. What are you talking about? But that's great. I like the fact that we're there. I wouldn't necessarily have brought this question up a year ago. But everything that he's done since, really, he went over to New Japan and had that match with Kenny Omega, that's when the reinvention started. And to me now, he and I, I'm not even the big, biggest Chris Jericho fan. Like, we all have our guys and people that aren't our guys. When he was sort of at his high point in WWE, I liked him, but he was never my guy. It just wasn't. For no reason. It wasn't his fault. That's just the way I looked at things. There were somebody, other people that I was more interested in. But he now has a body of work that, to me, is undebatable. <laughs> it just is. There's too much you can look at and go, yep, 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 yep. And he works his ass off. And anybody that works that hard and has that much dedication and that much motivation, especially at 48, 49 years old, I, I find it hard to to come out the other side. If somebody wanted to tell me why he wasn't, I'd have to hear a really good argument to maybe go, okay, I see where you're coming from. Uh, Fresca Sippy in Super Chat says, not about wrestling. He doesn't care. Good on you, Paresh. Uh, who's your favorite football team? I'm an Arsenal fan. I know. Now the chat goes nuts. But the, 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 the trick is, the magic is, when it comes to football and all sports, I treat it like I treat wrestling. I do care and I do take it seriously, but I never let it impact my life too much because it is just football and it is just wrestling. And I love them. I'm hugely passionate about them, but I don't believe in, you know, some people will have a football team lose and that's it. They're done for the week. And I'm like, that's just a waste of a week. I want to try and enjoy as... Um, as much of my time as possible, which is why I like doing stuff like this. But now I am Arsenal fan for my sins. Although third at the moment, only a point behind Manchester City. It's not been that bad. I mean, there have been some bad results, but overall, defense is an issue. But yeah, I, I'm gonna keep that on the comments now. Get destroyed. Jeffrey W in the super chat says, "My show name is Jack Matts. Got tights made up. Good work, man. I probably got your name wrong as well. I'm reading it as Jack Matts. I'll be wrong, and you can tell me. I'm getting you wrestling gear made soon. On that note." I'm going to get blue and black trunks made too because that, in case I fight someone that has a red color scheme, I can become Blue Miller. I'm basically becoming um, a Power Ranger and I've got no problems with that whatsoever. I mean, you have to get new boots. Boots cost so much money. But that's okay because I'm willing to invest. <laughs> I'm willing to invest. Um, I should say as well, a week Saturday in Canterbury, I'm wrestling, and this Saturday in Portsmouth too. So if you're around, come on down. I'd love to see you, and we can, um, yeah, we can keep this show. We can keep this show on the road. My November is pretty. I'm taking. I, I sort of calm down towards the end of October, which is good because I've got a few injuries I need to rehab. Uh, as you do, nothing serious. Um, and then November, I go wrestling crazy. <laughs> I go absolutely wrestling crazy. And my man Paresh is back in the super chat. Says up the gunners. Come on, you gunners. Love you even more now. Ha ha ha. He's a gunner. See, it's all good. He's an Arsenal fan. I survived that one, but I already know other people will be. I always get. That. I do work for Arsenal Live Nation, which I'm incredibly proud and uh, humble to do. 
And anytime I do an Instagram post or a Twitter, because, you know, I know how it works social media, I just get absolutely hammered for being an Arsenal fan. I'm like, it doesn't change anything, you realize. It's just a football team I support. Like, it's, not, it's not like I come out and say, oh, yeah, I'm a massive, I don't know, misogynist or something like that. It's, it, that you should take offense to. But I, I, I don't see the, I don't see, uh, I don't see the point in getting mad in people for what football team they support. I don't even care if you support Man City right now because they're the best. Good for you. But that's, I don't want to get too off topic here. But that's the other thing. People are like, oh, you weren't born there. Why do you support them? Because they're the best. Good. If that's what makes you happy, and football's cyclical anyway, Man City will fall eventually. Uh, or not eventually, but even if it's five, ten years, they will. They were in Division Three a few years ago. But um, yeah, I, 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 some people get so on their high. I don't want to turn this into a football podcast. Sports in general. Tied into American football because I know a lot of people watching are American. But if you want to be a Falcons fan or a Packers fan or a I don't know, Dolphins fan, I don't care where you're from. Choose your team. Maybe it's because you like the jersey. I don't understand that. Let me know why. If, people, if anyone in the chat really cares about that, um, let me know what, what, what it is. Because I, I couldn't give two hoots. Some people get so offended. Like, how can you support this team when you're from the South and they're in the North? You're like, because it likes them because they're better. I was born in Luton, right? And I do follow Luton. I do support Luton. They're in the championship now. They're doing well. But, you know, oh, no, my battery's dying. Oh, no, what? I charged it. Am I plugged in? I am. Hang on. But, yeah, like, just like whoever you like. What difference does it make? I don't get that. I don't get that at all. I find that really weird. Uh, Jeffrey W in the Super Chat uh, says, That was said right, mate. Hashtag so many Super Chats. You've been very kind to me today, Jeffrey. Thank you. But we've got your wrestling name out there, and hopefully it brings you, uh, it brings you lots, and lots, of, uh, lots and lots of success. But yeah, there's my chat about... It's not like you have to support a wrestler based on where you're from. Imagine that. I'm boned. No wrestlers are from Luton. <laughs> so the nearest one... Whereas Pete Dunn was Birmingham, he's probably the nearest guy to me. I do support Pete Dunn. We're going way off track here. <laughs> going, we are going way, 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 way off track. Let me just make sure that no other news is broken because that happened once before. And I don't want it to. I don't want it to happen again. Mostly, the point of this show is to say I thought AEW was uh, was a really, um, a really good, a really, really good show, and I think they're onto something. And I think they'll probably start pulling laps fans out of nowhere too. I really, really do. I think there's. There's a lot to be said for an alternative to WWE. And I still love, I want to make it clear, I still like WWE. Even when they drop the ball like they did at Hell in the Cell, I enjoy watching WWE. I know I probably get to experience it differently to everybody else because I get to take my opinion and splatter it over YouTube and actually have interaction and engagement, which I'm very lucky to have. And I'm not saying they don't need to make some grand sweeping changes for the better. They absolutely do. But I'm talking about here and now, day to day. I can't affect those kind of business decisions I still get a kick out of it. I just do. And I've been watching wrestling now for, what, 25 years, if not longer. So the fact that I can still enjoy it and still be passionate about it, I think that's the, that's the most important thing. And to me, AEW just fits in really nicely. They offer me something different. Shows go pretty quickly. It's match heavy. I think some of the matches are too long. But again, some people think they're perfect length. That's the whole point. It's just well balanced right now. And if WWE can get their stuff together, I'm confident that we're going to have a really good... I don't think we're going to have a boom period. I think there's a boom period if you are a wrestler. I don't necessarily think you're going to have a boom period when it comes to a fan because I think there's too much choice. I think that kind of spreads it too thin. But I still think we're going to enjoy it. It's still going to be entertaining. Uh, my man, Sean Gearhorn, I love this. The sports debate has taken off. You're the man, Sean. I deal with this on a daily basis. I live in Massachusetts, but I'm a New York Yankees fan. People lose their minds when I tell them, lol. Well, I'm glad it's happening everywhere too. I don't get it. I don't get this. This blows my. Who cares? Even if you say I like them because they're the best, and I get more fun out of that, I'd be like, yes, 
Of course you do. That's fine. I supported Arsenal. Uh, we're off now. Who cares? Tangent time. I support Arsenal because I really liked Ian Wright. That was the only reason. I thought Ian Wright was my hero when I was a kid. I used to have Ian Wright t-shirts. He had like a number eight. Eight number eight was his number. I used to buy Wright eight. Had one just had his face on it. Classic WWE stuff. And that's why I supported Arsenal, because there was something... that I mean, that's wrestling. I can tie it back into wrestling. That is wrestling right there. There was something about Ian Wright that I was drawn to. I liked his personality, whatever. And I was like, I'm going to follow this guy. Oh, you play for Arsenal, that's who I support. And it's been the same ever since. And now you know, my support and my fandom comes from that connection, which has now grown for that of the club. How many... We just talked about Chris Jericho. I love Chris Jericho. I think he's great, but he never affected me like that. And I don't know why. You see? You see? Hopefully that makes sense. Um, AJ Parker in Super Chat says, Kayfabe News is the best thing going in news today. You're damn right it is. You're damn right. Again, I'm very proud of Kayfabe News. Shout out to the Kayfabe News. I'm not, allowed, I'm not sure I'm allowed to say his name. He never mentioned it, so I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to say the Kayfabe News guys and Phil. For um, I, I, just, I just talk, man. I don't do anything. It's all those guys. So, uh, yeah, I, I appreciate that. Right, we've got a few minutes left. We'll just go nuts. Ask whatever you want in the chat. Go crazy. Just give me a load of questions, and we'll answer them quickfire style uh, before, uh, before we end. So many people talking about their sports now. I live in South Florida, but was born in Boston, so I live in Dolphin country, and I'm a diehard New England Patriots fan. <laughs> I bet that just destroys you, right? This is a compl complicated situation. Uh, hey, Simon, do you think in three to four years... There'll be a chance Adam Cole or AJ Styles leaves WWE and signs with AEW to get revenge on Kenny Omega for kicking him out of the Bullet Club. No, uh, I think AJ Styles will retire in WWE, and I think Adam Cole knows that he can probably get to the top. He's in a good position there, so I doubt it. Uh, I'm FB in the Super Chat says, I feel bad for my husband. He supports Blackburn. Well, they're not doing great. However, if he liked them in 1994 when they won the Premier League, he had a great time. Alan Shearer was there. Uh, Chris Sutton, SAS, doing all that kind of stuff. So they have had good times. Better times than most. Only a handful of teams have won the Premier League and they are in it. I own a Blackburn Rovers shirt from 1994. Don't know why I bought it when I was a kid. Kind of regret it. It was a waste of money at the time. But um, yeah, Blackburn not doing uh, the best. Well, the, the, guys, the Venkies. The Venkies, they all hate. I can't remember what the ownership's called. I think they're called the Venkies. Everyone just hates them. They may have gone now. I don't know. Uh, my man Fresca should be in the super chat says, I'm Australian and people say I can't support an English team. I love Thierry Henry. Of course you can. Why not? It makes no difference. I love Thierry Henry as well. Thierry Henry was just the best man. Everybody loves Thierry Henry. How can you not? I think it's good. Uh, hey, Simon, any tips for a person who just started working out? I love it when I ask for questions. I get random stuff. I enjoy it. Um, any tips? Make sure you enjoy it. If you don't like lifting weights, try cardio, try MMA, try... I'm not boxing at the moment, but boxing. Try something you actually try wrestling. Try something you actually enjoy. Don't feel like you have to go down the the uh, the obvious path. Uh, but yeah, just make sure you enjoy it and never put yourself in a situation where you hate it because it, it won't work. Uh, will Kota Ibushi ever sign with AEW? No, I don't think so. It looks like Kota Ibushi is going to be pushed to the top of New Japan. I imagine he is both the IC and the IWGP champion at the end of Wrestle Kingdom next year. And from them, I think they're just build and build and build. I think he'll be there for a long-ass time. Most people of that level kind of bed in, don't they? It took a while for Shinsuke Nakamura to leave. I think Ibushi will be the same. Uh, who is the better heel? <laughs> Mustafi or Chris Jericho? No one's a bigger heel than Mustafi. Such a niche joke. So many people aren't going to know. Aren't going to know what that means. What are you most looking forward to in the near future? Be it personal wrestling stories, AEW or WWE. Looking forward to see how AEW develops over the end of the year. Still confident that WWE's got one good story up their ass to make it justified on SmackDown. And in terms of my own personal wrestling stories, I just can't wait to wrestle again. No word of a lie. I don't have that many matches over the next two weeks and I miss it desperately already. 
So, hey, if you're a wrestling fan or a wrestling promoter and you want to see me in your promotion, your local promotion, please get in touch with them. Please send me the details. Just tweet me at Simon of 3 u 16 I will work anywhere, man. I want to get good at this. Shout out to G4 Sim Racing who just put some money in the super chat. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Again, it already helps. Uh, the fuck? Why would you not do cardio? Okay. No idea what that means. That makes absolutely no sense. Thanks for that. Uh, hey, Simon, would you consider calling one of your wrestling moves the brown down? Absolutely not. Because don't forget that means crap. It means poo. Uh, so no, uh, I, I'm not going to do that. Someone says, by the way, great match against David Starr. Thanks. If you haven't checked it out, uh, you can watch that on my YouTube channel right now when we're done here and before ups and downs. Yeah, I put some highlights up from me versus David Starr. Uh, you may or may not know, definitely a huge name on the indie scene right now. Changing the game in many ways. I got to wrestle him. It was an education. It was a learning lesson. I have massive respect for him and thank you so much for everything he did for me. So um, yeah, check that out on the YouTube channel. I'd appreciate it. Uh, I've noticed AEW wrestlers have not got good entrance music. Do you agree? Well, I couldn't tell you because I can't hear it. <laughs> it's my one big criticism. I'd like that to be louder. I mean, it's so tiny, right? But yes, I would uh, I would like that to be wider. Uh, IWS in Montreal, if they'll have me, man. Again, my wrestling mantra is if they book me and I'm free, I'll it's come. What is the price of tea in China? I have no idea. Never been to China. Would like to go. I think it would be uh, interesting. Will Sabian win a title in AEW? I like him. Yes, I'd assume so. I think it all depends on how the crowd takes to him and the story and the booking, right? But anybody in that company can win a title. Anybody. It all depends on who is next in line and if they connect with that audience. I think that's why AEW is pretty cool. Do you think WWE is planning to pull the trigger on Bray Wyatt at Crown Jewel because it's Halloween here in the States when the show airs live? I'd love to say yes, but I think I've got to use my brain and say no. Shout out to Undead FB Goo, who's been a massive supporter today and always. Thank you so much, Undead, who says, Ink release a bonus track based on Scream. Well, check that. I've got your list as well. I got it in Patreon. Don't worry. I'm checking them all out. And when I have a review for you, I'll make sure I... Uh, I let you know that. But yeah, Undead always, always bringing me the new metal, which I massively appreciate. AJ Parker in the super chat says, so what's the story on the H title and your match with Sammy Callahan? I hope your match here in the States at some point is close to or in Dallas so I can be in your wrestling entourage. Uh, the H title I'm working on at the moment, it's gone quiet because when I have the announcement, I want it to feel like a big deal. I don't want to run it into the ground. So watch this space. As for Sammy Callahan, the ball's in his court. The ball is in his court. He put out the promo. I responded to it. I accepted the challenge. Pancakes and Pile Drivers 2020. Let's do it there. It makes all the sense in the world, AJ. And then I can go over to America and make my debut in the States too. But I'm ready to go. All I'll say is this. Keep an eye on what culture. Keep an eye on my Twitter at Simon316. Keep an eye on here. And I guarantee you when I know more, you will know more as well. But man, am I up for that. Right, on that note, make sure you head over to What Culture Wrestling right now. Give them a subscribe. It's time for ups and downs on AEW. I'll see you over there as we run through it live. In the meantime, like the video, share the video. Please do subscribe. I'm begging you. If you haven't subscribed, please hit subscribe. You make my day every time I see that number go up. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash SimonMiller316 is how I keep all of this going. So even if you could throw... If anybody watching and listening to this throws a dollar in there, I can do even more work on my own YouTube channel. So that would rock. And simonmiller.bigcartel.com is where you can buy some wrestling merchandise. And I take all that money and I also throw it back into this and my wrestling career. I try and treat it like a business so I make sure the money is always circling around. Before we do end though, my man Sean Gilhorn in the Super Chat says, How long till AEW introduces a mid-card title? 2020. January 2020, I believe, is when you're going to get that. Based on nothing, purely speculative. I was thinking about this the other day. I think that by that point, the World Championship will feel you know, like a thing. It will feel legitimized. Maybe it's changed once, maybe not. And then you can give guys like Sonny Kiss or Peter Avalon or Kip Sabian 
uh, Sammy Guevara. You know, they, they need they need titles to, to fight over. And I think we can do that. And I think it'll be okay. Oh, you don't have to do it. I'm all right with having just one title. I think many companies have too many titles. On that note, thanks so much for watching. I always appreciate it. I'll be back soon. That's that. Where's my M button? There it is. Yeah.